Growing up sucks. Just ask Eric Lauber, father of three 20-somethings and a college professor for decades. Eric helps young adults get smarter, richer, healthier, and happier on the adulting podcast, Growing Up Sucks. Hey, welcome to the show, Seth. Uh, ha- happy to have you here on Growing Up Sucks. You're actually one of the uh, older people we've had because you graduated college already. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thank you, Dr. Lauber. Super excited to be here today with you. Um, so my name is Seth Wilcock. I'm 22 years old. Uh, graduated from IUP a couple years ago uh, in December of 2019. I majored in journalism and public relations there and minored in communications media. Uh, We'll talk a little bit more about my time there later in the show, but currently I am a communication strategist at Penn State University Park, and I also am the founder and the editor-in-chief at InBetween Media. So you're a busy guy. You got two (laughs) things going on. And I've, I've actually checked out in between media. That's quite a success story. So let's, let's start there. We'll learn about the Penn State job in a minute. Give us a little bit about what in between media is. Yeah. So in between media, um, I, you know, I, I went through a lot of adversity growing up, uh, you know, in, in Pennsylvania and throughout my time in college, I experienced a lot of things that a lot of kids my age maybe did not. So I wanted to take that and combine it with my love of fantasy sports um, kind of started back in my time at the pen when I was the editor-in-chief. I was inspired by a, a very famous writer and podcaster named Matthew Barry. He's kind of the goat, if you would, of the fantasy football industry. Um, and he basically, he would write these columns just combining, you know, personal stories, stories of other people, all kind of relating back to fantasy football. So that's really kind of where I started this idea. I started writing these Start, Sit, and Seth columns where I could combine my my story uh, you know, thoughts on life and, and kind of tie that back into my fantasy sport picks of the week. Um, eventually, you know, kind of developed it into more than just that. Um, I want to tell other people's stories as well, because, you know, I, I am only 22. I don't have all the answers, but I've taken a lot of advice from other people along the way who um, have explained things and showed me things that have made me a better person and made me understand life a little more. And at the end of, end of the day, Dr. Lauber, I really believe that Fantasy sports is a lot like life. You know, we make decisions that can come back and bite us in the end. But, you know, it's all hindsight and 2020 at the end of the day. Um, so that's really what, what prompted In Between Media. And, you know, we've just been growing these last nine months. We launched on June 10th of 2020. And it's been a, it's been a ride. And, uh, you know, I, I couldn't, couldn't want it any other way right now. So just if people want to go find this, where do they find In Between Media? Yeah, so you can go to www.in-betweenmedia.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, um, Instagram, at IBT underscore media. Okay, okay. And so your, your other job, I, I presume that the one that pays a little bit more, is your Penn State job. So what do you do for them? Yeah, I'm a communication strategist for the Center of Excellence in Industrial Biotechnology, um, help manage the communications there, um, help with our outreach to some of these larger biopharmaceutical companies in the industry. And I also help advise a student organization called the Society for Industrial Biotechnology. All right. All right. So you're, uh, you're on the cutting edge there because there's a lot going on in biotechnology right now, particularly in the time of COVID. Certainly. So Seth, why I wanted to have you on, and, and, and we've known each other, and we can get into that if we want, but uh, is because you're now almost a year and a half removed from college. A lot of our audience are college-aged. They don't have to be in college, but they're in that bracket. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious what, what you did in college 
that was prepared you for the life that you have now? Yeah, so it, it honestly started two days after I walked onto campus my freshman year. I walked into the student newspaper, um, had never written any any articles, any columns, didn't know a thing about AP style. And but I really, you know, I, I knew I wanted to be in this industry. So, you know, walked in there from day one, began writing, ended up, you know, kind of working my way through the ranks rather quickly. By my junior year, I ended up becoming the editor in chief of the student newspaper. And about a month after taking that position, um, I was told that the pen, which was a 94-year-old print publication at that point, was going to be going all digital. So our, our print publication was going away. And I really took that as an opportunity to um, you know, transform the pen into what I thought it could be, and not just a newspaper, but a media corporation. And so you know, we built podcasts, we built a newsletter, I redesigned the site, we made a sports network, you know, kind of did a lot of the things that I saw these emerging trends in the industry. And I kind of took it by, you know, took it by the hand and just did everything I could with it. Um, you know, also during that time, uh, obviously my, my education, my classes were extremely important to me. Uh, you know, I, I think a lot of kids, sometimes they, they think of college classes and, and maybe, you know, they're tired or they're just worn down by a certain point in the semester and they want to stop going. But for me, it was never really like that because I chose to major in journalism. You know, I, I valued my education. So, so really learning those skills and, and being able to apply them at the pen was great. Um, you and I also worked on a couple nonprofit campaigns that really gave me an inside look into entrepreneurship and marketing. So that really kind of launched me there as well. And then, you know, through, through the years, we kind of developed the 2020 parenting blog as well, which kind of gave me another inside look into doing some of this freelancing and entrepreneurship work. Right. So um, I'm going to try to distill that down so that mm -hmm. people who want to get the takeaway from it. So what I heard you say is as soon as you got on campus, you found something to get involved in. It turned out that that also gave you a chance to apply what you learned in class, which is awesome. And then you also got involved in a faculty sponsored project. So you got to learn from someone who was much, much older and had been doing some things that were new for you. And, um, but then you also took your own initiative. And so when the pen got that bad news, you turned it into an opportunity and started doing new things that I think the older faculty would not have known how to do. And I can confess I was around and I, I did not know how to do all the things that you did for that newspaper. That, that, that's great advice. That's, that's exactly what I would like to tell incoming students, uh, how to approach their college education. But of course, you had a social life, right? And you, and you, I think you like fantasy football, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, w I was super fortunate. Um, I met my girlfriend now four and a half years, you know, that first day that I walked into the pen. So, um, you know, I was very thankful to meet her and I also had a good group of friends from back home, but really, you know, through this work at the pen and with you, I also worked at a restaurant in college. I was able to make a lot of work friends and they were people who had similar interests as me. And so, you know, when the work was done, um, you know, normally I'd work my butt off from Monday through Friday. I'd go wait at the wait tables at the restaurant on Friday night. And then Saturday was normally my day to sleep in, you know, regain some momentum. If I wanted to go out and have friend, you know, fun with friends, do that. If I wanted to chill out for a night, you know, stay in, have friends in, I would do that. But, you know, balancing that is hard. It, you know, there is no formula and there is no easy way to do that. Um, Along the way, too, I kind of got involved in some fantasy sports writing, and that kind of prompted a whole other a whole other direction for me and also brought me some really close friends that I've made through that industry within the last couple of years as well. 
No, I want to go something you said about that, that work-life balance. You know, there is a formula that worked for you. And I think it would work for most is treat Monday through Friday as work days. Mm-hmm. It's not going out and partying Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You can't do that and be real successful in college and do all the things that you've got a chance to do. Save it for the weekend, right? Like yep. grownups, like adults, you yep. know, I can't do anything Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday or Sunday night. Cause I got to get up early the right. next morning. And I think that college students who take that approach that this is my job and I got to be awake in the morning and ready to go do better than those mm-hmm. who somehow come to college and think that it's a, it's a vacation <laughs> that they're free from parental or, or K 12 school regulations. And then somehow that means they can do what they want every night. That's not going to lead to success. That's my humble opinion. Yeah. And I, I'm absolutely with you on that one, Dr. Lauber. You know, there were a lot of times um, you know, I'd come home from, from working all day and all night and I'd come home late at night and, you know, there's definitely some times I was a little envious of my roommates who definitely lived a more relaxed life during the week, were able to have a little more fun when it was nice outside and, and do those things that I really couldn't. And you know, there's definitely some envy there. But at the end of the day, I have no regrets because, you know, obviously, I wasn't always perfect. You know, maybe when I was a freshman, one or two times, I'd go out during the week and, and stay up later than I should have. But you, know, you kind of learn from those, th- those mistakes, and you kind of grow as a professional. But Absolutely. You know, I, I valued college and, and my work life Monday through Friday, and then, you know, took some time to recover on the weekend. Well, and I imagine those habits now are the same, right? Because you have a full-time job. So everything you did trained you for what you're still doing now as a professional. Yeah. And COVID's definitely made this, uh, this I don't want to say a workaholic lifestyle, but this, this grind of a lifestyle a little more acceptable. There aren't as many things to do, as many people to see. Um, you know, after the work is done, but yeah, I mean, Monday through Friday, like I put my best foot forward every day. I don't really mind if I wake up at, you know, 730 AM and, and working until about midnight. It, you know, that, that's the fun in it. That's the fun in this industry. Well, when it comes to media business, there's, there's, there's always more to do at this. This never done in a sense yeah. that you've got everything done. Um, let me, let me switch the conversation for just a minute. So I, some of our audience are going into college and some of them have been there just a little while. What are the biggest mistakes that you think typical college students might make or sh- should avoid? Yeah. So I, I think you touched on, on the one a little bit and it's, you know, we definitely get that freedom from our parents and that's a huge thing. And I, I want to say, take advantage of that in the right way. You know, I came from a, from a home life that maybe wasn't that great. And when I got to college and I met other people and I was able to gain these worldly experiences from professors like yourself, I was able to, to learn that, okay, maybe my home life wasn't so normal. Um, so, so that was huge, like taking everything in that you can. Um, I would say the other thing too is, is just don't get, contempl- or don't get complacent in just doing your classwork. I think that's one of the biggest mistakes I've seen is I've seen people who are very caught up in, especially in our industry, getting a 4.0. And, you know, all they do is they, they go to class, they study, they take their tests, they do their work, and that's it. Um, especially in our industry, you know, you need to have those extracurricular activities. Um, it's great for to apply what you're actually learning in class to real work. So that's huge. And it also creates a network of people who are also interested in the same thing. And, you know, meeting adults and professionals in the industry, too. It's just, it's just a huge network that I've seen a lot of people waste that opportunity with. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I, I know when I, my kids were leaving college, we were talking to them about their network. 
you know, it's really important to come out of college with a network and they're friends and some of them might be acquaintances and some of them might be professional colleagues, mm -hmm. but all of those count as part of your network. Sometimes those where the job opportunities come from. Sometimes they're just the, the de-stressing folks in your life where you can call and, and complain about the, the day. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think that if you just go to class and nowadays there's not much social interaction in class, even before COVID people were on their phones walking into class and walking out of class. If you don't make new friends, new people in your life through these four years, you're really missing out on something truly important about the college experience. That's, that's my opinion. Yeah. And I agree with you. Um, especially I came from a, a very small town and, and there was a very big lack of diversity in that. So I didn't know people who, you know, maybe lived in the city or I definitely didn't know any international people. So it was great to, to meet new people and it just exposes you so much more and, and cultures you. And I think that's the biggest thing that a lot of people lack when they go to college is they're sheltered by their parents and, and their home life and no fault to their own at all. But it's, it's you taking the initiative and taking those steps and, and trying to be social and trying to meet people that will really make a difference for you. All right. So we've, we've taken a look backward. Let's look forward. So what are your goals right now? Yeah. So, you know, I, I kind of want to break this up in, in, in two parts because I, I have short-term goals and then I have long-term goals as well. Um, short-term speaking, really, um, I want to continue to bring the best content I can to our, our followers here in between media. And, you know, while we bring content to them, I don't just want to, you know, tell them, okay, here's the latest breaking in fantasy sports. I want to help people. I want to, you know, if I can make a difference in one person's life, that, that was the whole reason for starting in between media is I want to make a difference in people's lives and I want to help them through some of these struggles they are facing. So, you know, I'm going to continue to do that. We're going to continue to do our thing in between media. Um, obviously, Penn State's a huge part of my life right now too. And I, I love working there and, you know, helping the student organization that I get to advise and, and all the great work we're doing there. So, you know, really short term, I want to continue to do that, um, continue to foster the relationships that I've built within the last couple of years. Um, Long-term speaking, you know, uh, within between media, it's, it's a really, it, we're really early in the process. We're only nine months into this thing and it's already exploded more than I could have ever imagined. So I'm really just going to hang on for that ride. Um, but, but I'm really looking to possibly pivot more into entrepreneurship. It's something that I didn't take a lot of business classes in college. And, but, you know, I learned from those experiences uh, with working under Marty, with working under the pen that I was really able to find um, and hone in on that, that entrepreneur part of myself. So I want to continue to do that. Um, maybe one day be completely self-employed. I'm not really sure. But I want to also continue to work my way up through Penn State. I love higher education. It made a huge difference in my life. And I just want to continue to give back to where I can. That sounds great, Seth. So, and again, you're very articulate. And I think people can learn from even just you describing how at age 22 and a year and a half out of college, you're still setting goals and you're mapping it out, right? You're thinking it through. I want to do this, but longer term, I, want, I might want to do that. And... Uh, so you said you, don't, you didn't take a lot of business classes. You got to see some entrepreneurship from some of the experiences on campus. Mm -hmm. How are you going to learn how to be an entrepreneur? 
So, you know, the, the great thing about today that I think a lot of people take for granted is there's so much information out there on the internet right now. Yeah. You know, there, there are people who are, who have done what exactly what I'm doing, who are literally making hour long YouTube videos. This is the revenue I brought in. This is how I brought it in. These were my expenses, things like that. Obviously that network is also huge. There are people in this industry who have done this for a lot longer than me. And I'm excited to meet new people as well. And, you know, I'm not afraid to ask questions. You know, I'm not perfect. Like you said, I'm 22 years old. I I don't have all the answers. Obviously, though, I've had great mentors along the way who I know that at any point, if I need advice, you know, in this journey, I can go back to, I can ask some of these questions. And while they might not have the exact answers I'm looking for, they're going to have great advice along the way. So that's really my, my approach to this. Well, I, and what I think I wanted to pull out of you is you're a self learner and now you're ready to learn on your own. You don't need me. You don't need the other faculty. You want to be an entrepreneur, then just go learn how to be an entrepreneur. And you're set. You sounded, you already know how you're going to do it. YouTube videos, talk to people, use the network that you currently have. Exactly. And that's my advice for all college graduates. If there's something that I, I probably have never said out loud, the purpose of college is to teach you how to be a learner. Really, that's it. I mean, it's not about us feeding your head with a bunch of facts. It's showing you how to learn. And once you know how to learn, you go do anything. And, but that takes that self-discipline. It takes that time and effort, and it takes knowing how you learn. There's all that stuff that I get into in some other podcasts about metacognition and stuff. Mm-hmm. But Seth, there's nothing holding you back. I can tell because you're like, if I need to go learn something, I'm going to go learn it. And then I'm going to implement it. And then I'm going to monitor it, right? Yeah, everything I was, you know, went through in my life early on, um, it really put in perspective that the rest of my life, now that it's in my control, it's going to be easy. And, you know, obviously, there's gonna be some curveballs along the way, but it's really about having that perspective and looking at the bigger picture more often than not. Yeah, yeah, you're in control, and you're independent, but you're self reliant as well. And that's Mm -hmm. super important. Um, Are you hopeful about the future for your generation? I am. I am. And I actually just released a column earlier this week called Start, Sit, and Hungry Kids. And I talked to three different young people in the fantasy sports industry who you know, are between the ages of 19 and 23. Um, one of them was a kid who's won over 100,000 in daily fantasy sports. Um, a couple other are, are kids who are just trying to find their footing within this industry. And you know, the one thing I took away from that more than anything is our generation and these kids were willing to adapt. Obviously, we've seen with COVID-19, it's, it's changed the way we learn. It's changed the way we interact and we socialize, but we're continuing to adapt. And I think, you know, that paired with the, you know, we're different than the, the last generations before us. I don't think we, we see some of these things like color and sexuality as a barrier, but more of a thing that just makes us unique. So I think with, with those two things combined, I have so much hope for this generation. That adapt word, that really, that's cool that you threw that out there right at the front because, I mean, we talked to our kids about how, like, I've had two jobs in my entire career, mm-hmm. really. And they're not. They're already on their second. and They're only... Right. 26 and 27. I mean, you, they may have 10 or 12 by the time they're all done. That That's adaptability, right? You just, you move and you do something new and you learn new things and you adapt to that environment. Yeah. I think your generation is going to have a lot more jobs, but also that creates opportunity. You, know, you, don't, exactly. have to be, you don't have to be stuck because you can go do something new. I mean, and, and you don't have anything holding you back. Well, Seth, 
you've given me all the time that I asked you for. So I really appreciate that. So let's wrap it up. Anything else you want to tell the young adults out there? Um, I just want to continue to, I want to tell everyone to continue to put your best foot forward. Um, I know we're getting towards hopefully what's the end of this COVID-19 pandemic and, you know, continue to learn every day, continue to grow and continue to put your best foot forward because your life and your career is only going to go as far as you are willing to take it and the amount of work you're willing to put in. So thank you again for having me, Dr. Lauber, and for all the expertise and mentorship over the last couple of years. And I'm excited to see where this podcast can go for you as well. Well, thanks Seth for being a guest and and the compliments, but really, uh, really thank you. I think you've been a a star student and, and an excellent example of someone who's come out of college hitting the ground running. And I know you're going to do really well. Thanks a lot for being with me today. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Growing Up Sucks podcast with Eric Lauber. 